0: way down yep um it's like an all-time low, 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 low. A oh. terrible band i was nice. in, oh yeah but it's also <laughs> a, a song that is like by john bellion I yeah love it. but it, that song you know it's like it's pretty real as john bellion can be sometimes and it says some things that you're like oh um it doesn't mm-hmm. yeah it's it's just intense but the chorus is like so good, even though it's just one word. It's interesting. And I was at low, low, low. this place called the Desert, which is just a weird sand topsoil <laughs> beach next to the Missouri River in North Dakota. Yep. Um, and it came on the like loudspeaker where we all were, and we we're like, ah, we should skip this song. And then we realized that it was this cover that was suddenly PG rated. Who made the cover of All <laughs> Time Low and took out some of the uncomfortable content? I don't know. There I still can't find it. So, with that, (laughs) welcome to A Place Within.
1: Welcome.
0: Where we're going to try to boost Christina's mood, because quip time. I'm,
1: it's it's fine, I'm boosted. Okay, great. Well, I said (laughs) who you were, now say who I am. Thank you. And Ashlyn's going to say things.
0: Yeah, um, we're this week and every week at at A Place Within. Wow, this is the (laughs) most
1: awkward (laughs) it's ever been. Clearly we've taken a break.
0: Clearly we took a break from... This week and every week except for last week, getting to the heart of our thoughts, feelings, <laughs> and desires, where we trust we'll find the gospel in our need for it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to
1: blame Meredith Miller for my current state because Meredith Miller, Meredith Miller came to visit and um, she's giving visiting me in california five-star yelp review um incredible if anybody else uh who i know anyone else who i know wow <laughs> i feel like personally attacked visit. it
0: is on my list i made travel goals in my <laughs> freaking <laughs> oh, I didn't bullet mean, journal i didn't mean to do that
1: oh you have a bullet journal i, I just got
0: one to. i didn't actually make the list yet but that's oh my gosh we'll here. have to
1: talk about how bullet journaling works you have to tell me about it i want um but anyways um no, I wasn't even targeting you. I just meant if anyone wants to come visit me, I didn't mean, like, literally anyone. No offense, people I don't know. I mean, you can come visit me, like, with Ashlyn, I guess.
0: Like, everyone, let's visit.
1: Yeah, that would be um, fun. That would be fun. And
0: in addition to that, um, nope, I just completely lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. Well. Pe- nobody came to visit me until my third year. So I think that, like, after yeah. two years of living in a new place, people are like, oh, she's serious. And then they're like in a rush and you have to like book out all your weekends you have to take weekends off from having I visitors know. maybe i'm just kidding i don't know
1: <laughs> yeah right everybody's gonna come at the same time <laughs> no, you're like, minute, yeah sorry. i actually still have a life i can't handle all of this yeah. all of <laughs> i'm gonna miss my improv class too many times <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that would delay your
0: experience of
1: becoming a professional improver uh,
0: <laughs> the newest cast member on whose line is it in anyway just-
1: do they still make that no i mean actually maybe i know i think actually you know what they do i don't know why i said no yes um they do (laughs) i or maybe either they do or like they recently stopped because um i don't know if they have it in the old episodes but in some iteration of whose line it is anyway there is Um, like a pianist, a musician, um, and I went to a long form improv show where she was playing. Oh yeah. Her name is like um, Roberta or something. That's pretty cool.
0: You probably can hear me typing. I'm just Googling this right now because, mm, yep. I need to know. Um, original release date on my birthday in 1998. What? Are you freaking kidding me? What? I was born. You turned,
1: you didn't, you weren't born in 98. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> a little gen i i'm i'm not i am a
0: millennial yes you are um wow they really didn't even take oh musician's laura hall that's who it is laura hall that's and linda taylor
1: oh yeah laura great. hall i saw her perform she's that amazing cool. i loved yeah.
0: those musical ones
1: yeah oh my gosh i love musical improv yeah that was like one of the very best days in improv class mm. this past term was so there's always at second city there's always one day of musical improv in each term um but in conservatory one you finally get to like do a song within a scene Mm. and it was just it's like what every maybe not every but personally as a theater kid it's like what you always like want your pretend play to be You just break so into song good. and yes. like, there's a pianist there and like a bunch of people who might back you up if they feel like it's appropriate um, <laughs> and like a scene partner who starts responding. <laughs> oh, wow. What a dream. Oh my God. Thank it was you, Laura Amazing. Hall. Thank you,
0: Linda Taylor. Spectacular. Linda wasn't there, but I just want to
1: thank her. But moment. anyways, I started all of this with blaming my tiredness on Meredith Miller, which I'm going to continue to do now. Continue. Um, I love her so much. We had like a straight up sleepover several days in a row where we just like talked and played through watched the watched movies and watched the yeah a <laughs> pillow fight. No. We watched the Bachelorette and stuff and it was hilarious. Um no, but gosh, that was so good to have her here and we yeah, we she wanted to I like wasn't going to take her to Second City, but she was like, I wanna go to an improv show. Why aren't we going to one? And I was like, Oh, okay, Aww, let's go <laughs> And then so we went good. swing dancing at that place that I like to go. Which was also super fun. She's a great dancer and so are you. She's so good. And I also think that that was part of the reason why we weren't able to record last Mm. week. Was because I was in the process of moving um, into this new place. Getting everything unpacked because there was going to be a visitor. Yay. Mm. So good. Mm -hmm. It's so good. And I was just
0: sick of finding a quiet place in North Dakota with... Billions of surprisingly loud all the time. Insane. Um, so we had a week break and um, brainstormed and talked and were kissed in the brains by the Holy Spirit. We and so we have a little bit of an announcement that we but will no. make at the end of the episode. Just, just make it. <laughs> I didn't talk <tell> <laughs> So this is actually the season finale of season one of A Place Within um which we did not originally anticipate producing seasons but we didn't really think about not doing that we just hadn't made a decision yet and we were still so much in the phase of what really
1: yeah i mean i definitely thought we were gonna be like straight weekly but i was like look we'll see what happens when life hits right and i'm not gonna sit here and like stress myself out about like making a yeah we weren't like podcast and then like not pray because i'm Making this podcast <laughs> right,
0: right, yeah, we just always kind of listeners our desire from the get go was to just hold this lightly and um let it belong to the Lord, and we've had successes and weaknesses in that, um but yeah, it seem it seems like realistic but also potentially really great to do it this way, and um because what we wanna do isn't just like planned content, it's like really sharing our lives. <laughs> Um knowing that sometimes yeah, our lives go undergo massive transition and we need to take a break Mm is where we're at.
1: That's how I feel about it too. Yeah, so it's not necessarily that we won't be around next summer, um, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Like that'll be season two ending or anything. I mean it might be. But um yeah, but that this is just a time where we're gonna take a little hiatus. Yeah, if you will. Yeah. Um but in the meantime,
0: for today. Oh, yeah. Um, We want to do what we do.
1: Yep. We still got to chit-chat. So, Ashwin, how are you?
0: (laughs) I'm good. I'm getting ready to just bop all over the whole world. Uh, Not the whole world. That was really dramatic. (laughs) The whole whole country. Yeah. Um, Drive my car that I bought on the East Coast away from the East Coast for the first time. Linda. Process my feelings about that. Be overly dramatic Mm. on social media. Learn how to do a new job. And I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah? Yeah, actually, like, I don't know, just lots of insecurities about who I am and what I'm doing, but as far as when I look at, yeah, just the concrete things of, like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, the things that are actually happening, the things that I've actually made plans for, I feel a lot mm-hmm. of peace. And, um, yeah, gosh, the summertime ending, like, a big phase of my life being a campus missionary, yeah. um, not gonna be doing that anymore, so that's big. Uh, but I just t- can tell that the Lord is so near, and He always has been, mm-hmm. even in those times that felt terrible. But like, mm-hmm. I just feel way more steady than I did a couple months ago, and oh, that's awesome. I'm so so grateful. So it was cool to share with a friend as we were getting ready to leave Bismarck, which we did this last week. Um, yeah, I'm leaving that place i left that place more in love with the lord than i came yes um and that was never it wasn't in this like lightning bolt moment there were some great Mm -hmm. moments but it was just in like trusting him um that he's like yeah like pressed into my heart more um and yeah it's it's good
1: that is spectacular beautiful it's crazy. I'm excited yeah. for you guys. I'm excited for yeah, for focus, for all them new missionaries. They're all mm-hmm. on their way to go talk to to everybody about <laughs> their mission. <laughs> They're going. They're I raising know. money right now. I'm see who, who see. I'm gonna see who contacts me, if anyone. <laughs> and if not, I'm gonna contact some people. Uh, Hello. How are you doing? I'm looking you at, at you i'm looking at i was raising my eyebrows at you well i was just reaching out to a potential mission partner hold on <laughs> is that a joke uh. <laughs> wait is it me check your phone <laughs> i was no did you you missed it you were looking at your phone and i looked at you no but i felt you i felt i felt okay. you looking at me
0: i was in on the joke oh
1: and then you were like let's make let's do a bit yeah Oh, okay. I missed the bit until you explained it to me. I didn't
0: make the eye contact. I was
1: like, I was like, why didn't she understand that I'm saying that I want to support her?
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, live yeah. on the air, except for not live, recorded.
1: <laughs> I can't find my phone. Oh, that's a problem. That's great.
0: <laughs> um,
1: also, I've been watching
0: at a much slower pace than ever before, Stranger Things. Um, oh, yeah? Partially because I just can't justify hauling myself up in a basement and I don't have like the crew that I would like to do that with conveniently located. I feel that. It's been okay. So like Stranger Things. Yeah. It's been okay. <laughs> um, also okay. Not great, but okay. Is Inger Michaelson's new album inspired by Stranger Things. What? Yeah. She released the whole album. I thought because it really, it came out the day before the new season It was on Netflix. Um, yeah, that. She did all the music for the the new season, which wouldn't make any sense because the music is part of the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. I'm nostalgic for a time I wasn't even alive in, but it's fine. It's great. <laughs> and yeah, no, they're just songs inspired by Stranger Things.
1: That's amazing. It's called Stranger Songs. Is it really? Yeah. It's interesting. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know what I discovered my love of, rediscovered my love of? Tell me it. Is... Well, I guess I always loved it, but I just have been coming to terms with my pretentiousness. (laughs) Um, This started actually when I was listening to our like old episode that we released, Uh um, which we had to take down and edit and fix and put back up. But anyways, (laughs) (laughs) so if you were one of the original listeners,
0: you know what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, if you were
0: offended, (laughs) we're sorry if you don't know
1: what we're talking about ignorance is bliss move on with your life stop being nosy <laughs> um no but okay but all the parts that i'm talking about right now the pretentiousness is all in there and i was like wow that is a lot um and so meredith and i were listening to like show tunes in the car and i was like i just love this i just love it mm. i just love it and it's like it's a different form from all of that, like art pop alt rock post punk mm-hmm. blah 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 blah, like it's a different thing, and like I guess because it's a like not as elevated an art form in my opinion. I was all like, I'm not allowed to like it. Like show tunes? Yeah. I mean, I was like, (laughs) oh, I enjoy show tunes like within the, but like listening to them in my car, like that's a step down. Yes. This is a pretentiousness. I would, well, there's so much variety and be like, there was like a time, I mean, I'm not like this as much anymore. Like I said, I've been listening to a lot of like, (laughs) really like, um, what's the word when it's? really like cheesy worship actually recently. Yeah. Um, but several months ago and like for like a year or two before that, I was always like, I can't put this on my Spotify because then Spotify's going to think that I like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm just like, you know what? I am going to listen to all of Dear Evan Hansen because I haven't yet. And that's pathetic as a theater person. I think
0: it's so interesting because that, I mean, if you're looking at kind of conventional measures of like excellence of art like mm-hmm. education experience um collaboration you know like mm-hmm. a band that started because someone taught themselves guitar and had a lot of feelings and rocked out in the garage for a while i i just find it interesting mm-hmm. like not at all to downplay that because i do think that there's like a lot of important stuff that comes from that place and i don't think that that's new i think that like the self-made musician has always been a little bit more a part of the story than classical musicians would want to admit <laughs> but yeah just from like an elevation of art form i guess i be, maybe it's because like i was a music student like most people that write musicals and most people that perform in them have been academic musicians at one point or another doesn't necessarily make their mean they're better i just from like when i hear elevated art form that's just an association mm-hmm. for me, so mm-hmm. huh.
1: interesting i always think of it more in, in terms of like the like the genuinity gen- gen- genuineness <laughs> like how much it's really like conveying what it's going for mm-hmm. and when i think that things are like very now i i don't know i'm this is not going to go towards classical um because i like can't really speak to that i don't really know. Um, how to speak about that but in terms of like musical theater i think it's tough because it is an overdone form in a lot of ways well there's so much um, variety that's what i was going to say there are actually excellent things yes and there's this, is a just, lot of BS oh yeah, crap. yeah yeah that's, that's a good so point because i'm thinking as even as i say that i'm thinking like ah but sondheim you know right where like i performed sweeney todd in an opera program yeah, you did.
0: because oh, realistically yeah, you did. even if not stylistically like as far as mm-hmm. what he did and what he wrote it's way more on par with mm. Opera as far as like musicality and technique is concerned. Wow. Now oh. I sound pretentious, which is... No, I mean, but anywhere. here's the
1: thing. I think there's a difference bequ- because you're an actual musician. There's... <laughs> I also like to say thing. a lot
0: of words because it makes me feel smart when I sound kind of smart.
1: No, well, you are smart. Thank you. Um, anything. Anyhow, I just think that we can we can like what we like and we can have reasons for liking what yep. we like. we said this before. Um But yeah, I just like... I was yeah, allowing myself to like what I like a little more good, I'm so glad yeah do yourself a favor you're like I've been thinking this forever. No,
0: no, I've not been thinking that <laughs> just i I see you liking what you like for a long time, but um, mm. one shallow thing and then one deep thing okay um the shallow thing is that I was just talking to my family members about what I think is the best example ever of the worst musical ever. What is it, which I don't know everything. I admit this, but The Lightning Thief, the musical?
1: Uh I don't know anything about it.
0: (laughs) Um, I tried. I was like, wow, this is interesting. I'm going to share this with my teammate uh, who also likes musicals, and we're going to listen to it, and we could not get past the opening number because it's comically bad. It's just every gross, fake thing about musical theater just, like, weirdly wrapped up in something so... It's like the producers, you know, where the musical about them making a musical that they were trying to make really bad and then everyone loved it I feel this way about Percy Jackson I mean the lightning thief the musical even though I can't listen to the whole thing because the beginning is so bad it's just so perfectly bad and I I was you know scrolling through Instagram stories as I oftentimes do and I guess Instagram pays attention to what I have on Spotify because I have to show people this great example of terrible musical theater all the time Mm -hmm. so I play it a lot but I never finish it anyway So I get an advertisement (laughs) for the Lightning Thief, the musical, in which Paste Magazine, what is that? I don't know. Paste Magazine is quoted saying that it's perfect. (laughs) Just that one word, no (laughs) punctuation. What part of the quote did they take perfect out of? Maybe they're like me and they think this is the perfect (laughs) example of terrible musical theater. And Instagram (laughs) just said perfect. I'm looking at Paste
1: Magazine right now. It's just... It's just so good.
0: I don't want to spoil it for everyone, but oh man! Intro slash the day I got expelled, the first track on this original cast recording of Lightning Thief the musical on Spotify. Don't get very far, but it, um, hilarious. Don't be disappointed either. It's so perfectly bad. Um, the deep thing. Then <laughs> was you, I don't mm-hmm. know. As mm-hmm. We were thinking about. Yeah, just fruits of what we've done since December. Um, And I do think that one thing that this project has grown in me, like the Lord has grown in me through this project, is just an ability to be radically honest with myself. I think that is surrounding lots of other opportunities in my Mm -hmm. life, but um, the decision to talk about the faith and about myself, knowing that many people can hear it and I don't have control over who, um, has made me less afraid that's to be really cool honest. um
1: <laughs> In, like truly beautiful and it's days, funny days because I feel like so the, I'm really thankful for that on my end it's like kind of made me more prudent about how I speak <laughs> and it hasn't changed much like I think for the most part I'm pretty um mm. I'm I'm generally speaking an open book and I'm generally an over sharer um and it like honestly takes a lot for me to like look at something i'm about to say and be like you know what as much as like i'm comfortable saying that i should actually think about this relationship like whether this is a person usually like if a person in front of me i should actually think about this relationship and consider whether or not that comment is going to be like helpful or meaningful and for the most part that doesn't come up like i don't censor myself too often um but i think we can all think of like a situation when you're like ooh, shouldn't have said Mm -hmm. that and i say for the most part (laughs) <laughs> I didn't censor myself or filter myself uh, like very much at all for a, quite a long time. <laughs> um, and and while I don't a lot now, it's like I just notice it a little bit more. Maybe because I edit the podcast. So yeah. I have to like go through and be like, eh, like, and again, this doesn't happen very often. But every time I say something while recording that I'm like, I have to take that out. I get like irritated with myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm like, you like. I have to hear it? What it's is just that? It's that? like the I, shock have to go in and find Sorry, it. Sorry, that's like, kind of dark, but yeah, it. it's like, Ooh, <laughs> it hurts. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now, and and, and I do want <laughs> right. to be clear. Like, that so you have this negative, like, this negatively associated experience attached um, to. But, oh, that's yeah, hilarious. Whenever that does. Well, and, <laughs> I'm just like, no. The work.
0: And I think I did mention before, but thinking about it a little bit more. like I mentioned Mm -hmm. like it's because I put it out there. We put this out there. But I also think that in doing what we do of getting to the heart of our thoughts, feelings, and desires, I'm much quicker to identify what is at the heart of my thoughts, feelings, and desires. And it wasn't until then that I realized how much I dance around (laughs) those things. Um, How much I try to explain myself or share myself. I have no problems talking about myself. I love it. I love talking. I love talking about myself. Um, But I spend so Mm -hmm, much time mm -hmm. trying to like Yes. Nuance it. Yeah. Like finesse yes. what I'm trying to say Oh my say. gosh. That is such an aware
1: thing and, for and you to and Actually say. I'm less clear. And it's not that and I like I sit around, around thinking that but it's like And Yeah. Like G- I definitely Yeah. That's amazing. It's good. hmm Exactly.
0: Well and then it's just like at the heart of it is the good stuff, you know? And I've become so convicted of that. Obviously we were convicted of it, that's we started this, but af having the practice and the discipline of mm-hmm. doing this week after yes. week. Trying to yeah yeah cut to the heart as a it's been yeah. awesome on the podcast but it's been even more amazing in the ways that that's influenced the way that i talk to people and what i look for yeah and not conversation is in to evaluate Very the cool. conversation but like just that's see things when beautiful more clearly, way more quickly i you
1: know, i've got i've got some i've got it's some gross. Gross. <laughs> growth, <laughs> growths.
0: growth growths um Ew, I'm so gross <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I mean, I think that I'm still remembering like... <laughs>
0: no, that wasn't a dry heaving sound That effect. one of the that things just... that
1: like propelled us to go ahead and do this, despite the fact that we were like, you know, I don't know whether or not this will help anybody. I don't know if it's good for anybody or not. But we were like, you know, the fruit of these conversations, like the direct fruit is our friendship. And I feel like, yeah, just having that, the fact that we we talk for over an hour every week is like... I don't know from, from such a distance, it's such a significant and meaningful, such a meaningful part of my life. Like that, um, you know, I, I don't have a super robust community, Mm -hmm. um, out here right now. Um, hopefully that will be changing as I've finished grad school and everything. But, but the fact that like, I do have somebody with whom I can experience some level of like accountability and like thing like conversational and emotional intimacy, um, and like processing together you know um like i feel like culturally when we like mm-hmm. i think about this a lot how people didn't move away from home very much for a while um, in time you know like um i don't remember what the i think mm-hmm. the it's from grapes of wrath isn't it where he says people move because they got to not because they want to and that has changed <laughs> or at least maybe it's not, it hasn't changed, but it's not necessarily the case mm-hmm. when you're not poor, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And everyone can, well, not everyone, but people can be expected to move. I think it's, way it more has to do these. with like that individualism that's so present in our culture. And so when it happens, when we move and we're saying to ourselves, all right, like, I don't, I don't need anybody. I don't need anything. All I need is me. And then if you're a Christian, all I need is me and Jesus. And then if you're, thinking about life as a christian all i need is me and jesus and oh i guess i need a community (laughs) but it's like okay like we'll figure it out you know um and i think that many of us who Mm -hmm. move like just so easily lose touch but just the fact that like we have prioritized this friendship and that's the case with a few other people too um Mm -hmm. i just feel like it's a real gift to have had that on my heart when i moved like no like call her do it you know (laughs) Sorry, that was a long tangent.
0: No, it's so good. Well, then I'm thinking through just that added dimension because I'm like, mm-hmm. well, when we were both living in College Park, we talked for way more than an hour a week. You know, mm-hmm. we spent way more than an hour a week together. But yeah, what we talked about was really different, or it would we would just yeah oh settle seriously settle more. And there's still part yeah. of me that kind of misses like knowing the same people <laughs> and like getting to do the little things together. But um yeah, to. Mm-hmm. Talk with someone far away about mm-hmm, real things mm-hmm. on a regular basis for an extended amount of time. Um, not not just a monthly check in. Mm-hmm. Like at least a weekly check in is so different. And yeah, oh, that's good. It's good to think about and a huge, huge blessing that we can. Um oh, yeah. I also think that I've never had to collaborate with one other person for so long on something, mm-hmm. and that has oh, been for real. so good it's just like a different dimension I think of relationship <laughs> Right. um yeah mm-hmm. and not because we we have to but because we want to right and that yeah yeah we desire to hold each other to yeah. a standard of excellence that we could say that we wanted if we weren't actually working on something together Yeah. you know like I want to hold you accountable and hold you to excellence in something that you're doing for yourself like I do desire to do it but there is a difference where it's like something that we're doing together. And I think about how actually that doesn't, I mean, I'm glad that for us it's a podcast, but for people that are listening, this is in no way to hinder you from like starting your own sort of like creative thing or making your own content. But actually like mm-hmm. it changes the way that I view a lot of other projects. Um, mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. what are things that right? instead of just like supporting your friends, you actually could collaborate with them um, yeah. because it's different. There's a difference between me being like, yeah, Christina, you're the one in the pool mm-hmm. and I'm outside and I'm cheering for you versus like, no, like we, we are doing this together. Um, and it just, it stretches. It works like, I think like very unused relational muscles.
1: Unused relational muscles. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I think that was a good way of putting it. Um, in terms of like the accountability and like the trust in that, you know, like I like want us to trust each other. Um, such it's like so much that if you come to me like kind of irritated about like something that I've done related to the podcast or otherwise, that like I trust that it's because you love me, you know. Um, and Ashlyn doesn't come to me irritated very often, <laughs> but I mean, and it's not even to talk about like people being mm-hmm. like Ashlyn being irritated, um, at all. But like that's friendship, that's relationships. Um, we don't always like people don't always feel happy about the people that they love and i think that there's this uh, like a really impaired freedom to disagree
0: with people that you love it's like if i disagree with you then this is over
1: yeah Mm -hmm. and and that's like such it is so common and we talk we always like hear that and we're always like that's so terrible like i i can disagree with people and yet like when i'm faced with it if i'm looking at a friend in the face and they're saying something to me about like a plan that we have that i disagree with if Mm -hmm. it doesn't like Cause me deep emotional turmoil. If I disagree with it, I'll usually just be like, All right, fine. Like, whatever. It's not worth arguing. And like everything with the podcast, I feel like you and Mm -hmm. I, and like with other things too, but uh, I feel like it was exactly the unused relational muscles. Like, the podcast opened us up to then go into other things and be like, You know what? Like, why don't we actually see how we feel?
0: I mean, just last week, I never really had as many conversations about this before I really Mm addressed the topic. But talking about, like, codependency and relationships is something that, honestly, like, we should have addressed a lot earlier as missionaries. Because sometimes, like, what actually on paper is a codependent relationship is not by focus, but by immature missionaries within focus. Kind of, like, held up as this, like, standard, this idea, like, I want these people to, like, really need me. (laughs) Um, And we, as, like, human beings, like brothers and sisters in Christ, we do... In a sense, need each other, but uh, attaching the worth of the relationship our our, our worth yeah. of ourselves to the fact that other people need us isn't healthy. Right. So in collaborating with a friend, I think that like there is an opportunity to trust them with decisions that actually yeah. like yes. you have skin in the game without having mm-hmm. this like unhealthy investment in someone's personal decisions. Because I'm thinking about other relationships where like you would need to really like trust each other outside mm-hmm. of a marriage <laughs> Where it's like almost like if I'm not trusting you with your own life decisions, if I'm viewing my scope as a friend is more invested or like it actually hurts me when you make a bad decision because I didn't trust you because your bad decision violates my trust. There's something a little off Mm -hmm. about that friendship. And if you experience something like that, I'm not saying that you're like crazy or like codependent or have all these like relational disorders. I'm just saying Mm -hmm. that like, yeah, like it's actually not good for us. See boundaries episode. Okay. But um that in collaborating with somebody mm-hmm. on something you get to like work on trusting people when it's not mm-hmm. just about their personal decisions which is a lot of what we focus on mm-hmm. in friendship which is relevant to friendship but maybe mm-hmm. not the like only our thing we talk decisions. about with our friends mm-hmm. 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 so do you kind of think that that's what friendship can be sometimes yeah. like just me filling another person in and that person filling me in about their personal decisions and what's going on in their life
1: well kind of I never really consider those to be friendships though I don't know like I have plenty of relationships that are like that but I always am like gosh like I wonder when we'll become friends huh. I'm glad that you have her <laughs> I mean I don't know but maybe I'm just not thinking about because okay I'm thinking about the people who I like talk to regularly on the phone who are like close friends and I guess yeah we like fill each other in on our Yeah, no, we don't just fill each other in our personal decisions, you know, like, but I, but I do think that that Mm -hmm. is an expectation. Okay. I have, I do have those relationships where the expectation is that we will just like share with each other what we think and then we stop there. And I've really been like struggling with that. Like, how do I say Mm -hmm. to you, like, how do I challenge you? You know, this takes me to the bachelorette, which I was watching last night, um, between two guys to send home hannah chose the one who challenged her who was like hey like i kind of think i mean he was he was he was pissed off don't get me wrong uh, he would he wasn't like yelling at her or anything like he was being very very mature and like manly about manly um very like mature she was being a man <laughs> he was being very mature yeah it's being he was a mature male um but he was like sort of saying to her look i think like this guy had been playing him and he like came to her eventually when she brought it up to him she was like look like I, th- I think you're getting played, you know, like I don't remember his exact words, but he like really challenged her home girl decided that this person no longer made her feel good. Um, I guess she didn't feel supported by him anymore. Sent him home over the one who was actually playing her. Oh, so she sent home she, the yeah, guy yeah. who uh, no. I heard it wrong. I thought no, she, she sent home the guy, guy who, who, was, like, good was, for Hannah. who called her no. who like told yeah. her. I think he said something like, look, I understand. Like, it. I don't remember what he said, but he like basically called her out for um being like kind of shallow about how she was approaching these things and like allowing somebody to like kind of take advantage because it was easy i don't those weren't his words she kind of confirmed he was quite that emotionally intelligent (laughs) (laughs) but exactly like but me and meredith watching it like with the way that we see emotions and like the way that people express themselves and how we like analyze it and everything we're like okay this is what's happening (laughs) and then she was like exactly she confirms it she's like no like you did not make me feel good. You're going home. Um, And I've like, I can Mm -hmm. feel those relationships where like, it's gonna end. If I say to you, hey, I actually like the way that you see the world, I kind of like Mm want to challenge it. I don't know what the best way is to like enter into that conversation all the time. I mean, outside of like presenting the gospel, but even that I kind of, I, I feel like I personally, and this is a way that I desperately need to grow like as an evangelist, as a person um but like i see like a limited number of situations that like allow me to present the gospel to a person who like doesn't want to hear it a person who doesn't want to hear it isn't going to be open to it and when we look at this i mean really what it is
0: we talk about like spiritual poverty and that isn't just like some weird term used to justify like doing mission in developed countries okay there actually is this poverty of Mm -hmm. faith of relationship Mm -hmm of yes interior right these interior facets we are poor Mm -hmm. it is it is poor hannah is poor that she couldn't be challenged um and it would never work to walk into a physically poor place and say you're really poor you need to clean this shit up sorry i said the s word (laughs) um but yeah like that that wouldn't even if it was right if it's it's true someone would react poorly to that it's it's, yeah it's just it's seeking to address this need because there is a need um but it's rarely effective and if it's effective short term it's not usually effective long term um and if we then went to like if we sorry if yeah physical poverty was supposed to be eradicated by just sitting in approving of poverty and not wanting to make people feel Mm -hmm. uncomfortable they would remain in poverty which is all which is uncomfortable right? So it's a both hand of, I need to go and I need to like witness to the love that exists for you. Not necessarily even that I have for you. I desire from mm-hmm. my heart to be conformed to the love that exists right. for you because you are God's beloved. And, and when people acknowledge their own poverty, we can ask like, do you want something mm-hmm. to be done for that? Jesus did that, you know? Like, what do you want me to do for you?
1: I, I just feel like there's so few times that there have been like like, at that actual opening up of, like, I acknowledge this poverty. What do you think? I mean, and actually, you know mm-hmm. what? I think that now that I say it out loud, I feel like it's my own, like, perfectionism that is saying that about my mm-hmm. conversations with people, about conversa- people's conversations with me. Like, mm-hmm. there are plenty of people that I know who will, um, like, open that and be like, I don't know you know, what do you think about that or whatever it is, or like allow me to say that to them. I don't know what do you Mm -hmm. think about that, um, about my situations. But I think I emphasize so much because it's so disappointing, those conversations where the person goes, like, No, like, I'm good. No, I don't want you to speak into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. And so then I don't know, Mm -hmm. I keep apologizing. And then I think that that is a challenge in so many mm. relationships where oh god I lost my train of thought I like. Can't well,
0: I, what I'm hearing is that like it's it isn't as identifiable it's not as like glaringly obvious and people aren't asking in a way that is as obvious as you imagine that they mm-hmm. would or they could or they should Um, which is relatable as crap Um, but Wait. something I do see is that yeah, it's hard and it's vulnerable to admit that you're poor, um, for anyone. And so sometimes like, I mean, it's just, it's so based off of personalities. It's crazy. Sometimes people say, help me, help me. I need help. Sometimes they try to hide the fact that they need help. Um, right. They're afraid of the help. They're afraid to change. Um, they don't trust that they're, they're actually helpable. Um, and, and it's so multifaceted and Jesus knows every single facet, you know, and he's like, doing everything and that's the most amazing thing of it all you know that it actually is true that like we can live lives and are given at every moment the grace in order to like live lives that fill people with desire and in that like show them how hungry they are um to love them in a way that like consoles things Mm -hmm. that they thought were shut down um But even if we can't, or even if they're not receptive to it, or even if it doesn't look Mm -hmm. fruitful, like he does something with it. And that's my hope of another fruit of this podcast is that even if someone's not crediting like a a greater richness of their gospel worldview with our podcast, listening to us on a semi-frequent basis, Mm -hmm. not because of anything that we say that's especially profound, but because Mm -hmm. we talk Mm -hmm. about things that are true, not that we made true, Mm -hmm. not that we invented. That just are capital T mm-hmm. true. Yeah, it does in fact affect people's lives. It does mm-hmm. like give them something to be transformed by. And that's not because we're good; it's because he's good.
1: Darn right. Yeah. Very it's been very. very fun. Someday, I mean, it's. <laughs> yeah, shows us our limitations too. <laughs> I, I mean, there's some mm-hmm. sometimes definitely. <laughs> today (laughs) you just like note i mean yeah i have so much trouble getting words out right now (laughs) like conversation you know ashley you just said all this beautiful stuff and all i can think of to say is darn right doesn't (laughs) always have to be
0: crazy yeah (laughs) and that thing that i said earlier about sometimes just darn right is more clear than feeling like you have to say some eloquent response I've also realized that I interrupt a lot and I say like a lot more than I
1: thought. (laughs) I've also analyzed the way that you say your likes compared to me in terms of the waveforms. Listen for this, folks. Ashlyn starts out her her like with a lie. She says not with a lie. She doesn't lie. But she goes she goes <laughs> she goes lie and she does it Sometimes with more of an awe than me she goes lie and then there's a little moment of silence before she goes in the back of her throat and she goes a little k. yes yeah so if I want to like. edit like? something you said and you said like before it I have to look for the little silent moment I have to look for the entire waveform and me it's like <laughs> for me my k's are a little bit more <laughs> forward in my mouth and the waveform's a little bigger for the k there's no silence before it it's just like yeah, I always say wow. that I'm going to send you a edited version, and then I never do because I'd have to save it and export it. It, it wouldn't would cu- cause because I don't pain. do that much to it. It would, folks. it would teach me things. So it wouldn't cost that. It's, yeah, I just take out uh, silence and some. Sometimes I change it, like. like. We should try to say like. each other's likes sometimes. Like, yeah, like <laughs> <It's> so funny. <laughs> and with that. Are you ready to talk about? I actually am, soul, or do have I I wish way? I had more thoughts okay, to be honest. Great. I still, uh, I do want to ruminate more on that whole thing. But what I was saying you know about like, friendship and conflicting yeah. stuff, because that's been like I have spoken about it articulately mm. before in my life. <laughs> Looking forward to next season, folks. Yeah, that's and I think it's talk about. It's just been like really inside of me, and I think it's a source of. This is not what's rocking my soul. This is just something that I'm thinking about. Um, It's a source. Sorry, there's a moth in my room and I'm trying to catch it. Okay. Um, It is a source of like mistrust and unrest about like love and about like the power of God and like what. I mean, it's always. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm going to stop trying to catch the moth. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like I think all of what I was talking about, what, two weeks ago or whatever, just like feeling that sort of like almost despair about like like I think it has to do with looking at crediting too much certain relationships that have like not progressed in terms of like intimacy and authenticity and being like gosh I've been like praying about this mm-hmm. relation this friendship for a long time or something like that you know um anyways so I'm gonna be thinking about that and we'll be back in several okay. weeks but anyways um something that's really doing into the heart beautiful of it. things is um two like books that i'm working through right now um one of them is timothy gray's bible in a year where we're gonna try again (laughs) um it's the bible but he has like just curated it so that it's like on your first day read this and then you read it in that book (laughs) um so it just like feels very accessible and like um, a little less intimidating than the other times I've tried for the full Bible read-through. So there's that. um, And yeah, and I always just get moved by the whole Abraham thing and that like Abraham as our father in faith and Sarah, like the two of them just so were so distrustful in such a relatable way <laughs> and the way that they talk to God in this honest way where God is like, hey. I told you I was going to do this. Why didn't you do it? And they were like, well, because you see, you hadn't done it yet. So I did it. <laughs> you know, anyways. I just need to so. admit all the times so that I do that. Like, I, I know. I'm just like, oh my gosh, day. I, I said that today. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's awesome. I mean, it's not, it's just awesome to like read it in Genesis and Abraham and like pray mm. with it. Um, and the other thing, the young Catholic woman, again, um, with their... Her Car- Carolyn Shields, who runs the Young Catholic Woman, um, she created a book called The Word, mm-hmm. which is like, mm-hmm. yeah, a workbook. <laughs> she calls it a workbook on sacred words. Um, yeah, and it has like a bunch of words and their etymology, and like a whole, l- she gives a little reflection about it and then a space for your own reflection about the word. And so far, I've done the, done, I've like prayed with and reflected on the words adoration, tabernacle fiat and humility mm. and it really got me did you know that adoration comes from ad or which means to mouth so like mouth to mouth according to benedict the mm. i feel like mm-hmm. i have
0: heard that before but then this new moment wow i needed to beautiful hear and then there's this song yes. by this girl Jess ray who if i'm being honest has been rocking my soul for all summer
1: Woo. <laughs> bless you bless you bless you you. that was a very cute sneeze oh i can't wait to find it there'll probably be huge spikes although you Mm -hmm. did go a
0: little way from the microphone so who knows she just writes these songs that are so good i didn't know what i was gonna say i'm sorry if i just cut you off but yeah actually Jess Ray, rocking my soul um and there's a song on her album sentimental creatures called kiss you and the last two weeks just reflecting on like the lyrics of that song and yeah, God's closest. That's so crazy. I did not remember that that's what Ad- yeah. I Well, it,
1: yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just so powerful because when are you mouth to mouth with somebody in intimacy and a kiss or Ugh. in when they're like saving Man. your life and with Jesus it's both. Well, or like mama or bird feeding.
0: Yeah, all of it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it. There is yes. so much to intimacy. There is definitely that like closeness and the unity but also the
1: like weakness and the need of saving yes. and, and it's the only going back to the codependency thing like that relationship with Christ should be the only one where like the intimacy and the saving are like mm-hmm. absolutely well, tied but you know? he also shows I mean, us like he is just the only one who can save
0: you know that he is our savior that mm-hmm. we do need him yes. he holds us into existence and he still gives us freedom Yes, he never tries to control or manipulate us which is what we when we are needed which legitimately we are like it's not codependent for an infant to need his mother. Um, but in that dynamic of like needing and being needed, we become attached to it. We manipulate it. That's an Mm -hmm. important distinction to make. And needing is different from saving. And the Lord, the Lord, when he saves us, desires us Mm -hmm. infinitely. Um, but doesn't control manipulate us. (gasps) So beautiful. Yeah. Like, these lyrics of this song is this your, um, is this your soul is, rock, yeah. rocking? i mean it's okay, like i ahead. think that what we get what we're given by the lord through the real presence in the eucharist is like even better yeah. than what she's reflecting on but what she's reflecting on i still miss yeah. and i don't think go about it. ever <laughs> not enough i i could kiss i could kiss you on the mouth but if i can't kiss you on the mouth then i'll kiss you with my words i'll kiss you with yes. my trust i'll kiss you with my heart um wow. and then she reflects on like hold you in my arms see you with my eyes love you with Mm -hmm. my whole life you know um and it's beautiful Mm -hmm. and it's intimate
1: and um it's good beautiful well that's awesome anything else on that i should go to adoration i'm gonna go to adoration now once we finish this yeah speaking of which (laughs) so good funny story about adoration um I I, love it. I found an adoration chapel near my new place um which is great and I'm going to try to frequent it more than I frequented the adoration chapel near my old place um but there like it has like a entry code after a certain hour um and so I called the parish to be like hey like I just to like open up the conversation I was like okay We're going to start here. What are your hours for adoration? And they go, oh, it's 24 hours. You can come anytime. I go, okay, great. Um, At what time does the door close um, so that you can't get in without Mm -hmm. a key? And the person on the phone goes, oh, I'm not sure. I went, okay. (laughs) Uh, Is there a way that I can get the code? Uh. Uh, I don't know what it is. All right. Um, Is there someone I can ask? We're not allowed to give it out. Okay. uh, So how do I get in (laughs) once it's closed? Um, You can just knock... (laughs) (laughs) There's always going to be someone in there. Um, Are they prepared for their prayer to be interrupted by a knock on the door? Yeah, they should be. (laughs) Well, then they finally told me to that I could sign up for a slot. And if I sign up for a slot weekly, then I can get the code. So I just have to see whether or not there's an hour that I can consistently be free. Just do that weird um, middle of the night thing. <laughs> yeah. Every Wednesday at 2 a.m. I'm going to go to Adoration. Good that could be cool. Yeah. Except for that. Sometimes I won't make it. And then maybe one day I'll lose you my know, job because I'll be so cranky. This is
0: something to discern. <laughs> I <And> agree. <laughs> listeners, you will be able to find out how it goes yeah. for new Adoration Chapel. <laughs> um starting back the week of August fifteenth. Yeah. After
1: some trips, I will have gone to um Greece.
0: Oh my gosh. Um, so good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then I go back to work right after I get back from Greece. Um August fifteenth is actually our first day of school, as well as the Feast of the Assumption. So that will be fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right assumption
0: day amazing so coming back at you that week this has been a place within thanks for being here we can't wait to see you when we all come back
1: yeah yes and please um send us any um information any feedback um oh um very random thing i'm gonna ask for if there's anybody who has thoughts about how to defend an anthropocentric worldview. Email at apwpodcast. Email. That's random. At gmail.com. <laughs> yep. That would be great. <laughs> uh,
0: follow us on Instagram. Um, I think that there should be some stuff on there in the break. APW. Yeah. Yes. Don't follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Who even does Twitter anymore?
1: APWpodcast yeah. on Instagram. Yes. And um Yeah. In this break time, if you would love to, if you would love to, if you would like, <laughs> um, to if you'd like to, <laughs> that's how our language works. Um, yeah, to share um, with a friend if there's like an episode that you think that they might, um, they might be interested in. Um, be not afraid of that. And yeah, if you feel so moved, we would greatly appreciate um, a rating and review. Yeah, we love hearing from you and. We love you guys um, you. we'll be praying for you please pray for us um especially as we get moving on transitions and transition all the transitions transitions for more about that and i'm gonna be getting transition see. lenses <laughs> episode 29. I
0: think it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway okay Thank we love you, you. well yeah, thanks for you. Bye. all right bye